0: <laughs>
1: uh, it's such a delight to uh, to see you, Irvin. How how are you keeping?
0: Well, variously. Some days better, some days less good. Uh, today is not all that good, but uh, on the whole, it's okay.
1: Do, do you mind how, I'm asking how old you are now?
0: 88.
1: 88. Wow. Well, I'm I feel massively privileged to get a conversation with a man who's lived for 88 years and... And well, done I'm so much with it.
0: Trying to go on with it. <laughs> my, my problem right now is just that I tend to have high blood pressure and, right. and to cut down on the work. And when I'm doing too much work, usually all day, then it drives it up. You know,
1: so. Well, I I hope not to raise your blood pressure with this conversation, but I'm uh, I'm certainly hoping we can. Yes. Well, go to some interesting places
0: yes yes let let 's try it let's try it i can 't make it too long you know but, uh, okay
1: what what 's a good length for you irvin
0: fifteen twenty minutes
1: okay all right we'll keep it we'll keep it really sharp so uh, i 'm just going to dive in the whole nature yes. of the conversation is to really start with uh, what what is this we 're in what is this experience we you know we 're both at different stages in life. In this flow of experience what do you think it is what have you made of it
0: by this experience you mean the current crisis experience no no not really. experience. i mean the,
1: the whole human experience that we've, we've been having you know you've been having for 88 years um how have you come to understand understand what that is
0: well i've come to understand if i can just phrase it in a few simplified words is that our experience is something that we transmit once we receive and transmit, but it's not something that we create, so we are inserted in an information field, and in that field we can pick up elements of it, elements to which we are tuned or where we are co- that we are coherent with. And uh, then that's our, our consciousness is basically a, a transmission of the of the conscious of the one consciousness, as Schrödinger said, of the, of the universe. So our experience is a is a short is a sampling of that larger experience of which we are a part.
1: So this is the idea of the the akashic field or the akasha that you you you've written about Yes,
0: it belongs to that. Akasha is more dealing also with the body and with the physical aspects. But uh, I, I consider that uh, consciousness per se is not uh, produced by the brain and it's not uniquely uh, con- uh, confined to the brain. But the brain is a transmitter or transceiver. Therefore the experience that we have is, is the evidence, is the, is the element or the consequence of our complex organism, including the brain and nervous system, picking up signals that are given in, in, in the world.
1: So, so I, I'd really like to get into that with you, but as we may not have much time, I'd like to focus in on the, the idea of this information field because it's very close to stuff that I've explored. And thank you, by the way, for the lovely review of my book, Soul Story, that you offered a few years ago. It was okay. lovely. I um, really appreciated that. Uh, so, but it's the, I'm very, very, very attracted to this idea of a, an accumulation of information that, that somehow for me, time is accumulating, not passing, and the information of the universe is becoming ever richer, and that what the universe is, I think you've said, is that, accum- is, is that information field or that collection
0: of information. Information is not deletable, it's not finite, it can be transcribed, it can be joined together, it can be elaborated. But all its elements, it's, it's like, a, like a field of uh, a multiple d- dimensional film where you can always, a fractal field, multifractal field, where you can always get to the individual elements which are always preserved even if, when they are combined to other parts. So everything that has happened and, and ever happened and will happen is conserved as soon as it happens. It's, it's there. It remains it's and today with the advance of the information sciences this is not a metaphysical notion we know that uh, amazing lot of information can be stored on a very small space you think of the universe the space and time as an information field then of course the information that it can store is, is inconceivable it's sort of human
1: so so i I sometimes struggle a bit with the the metaphor of the field because it seems like that is. Are you saying that there is a field? It's a field, always feels a spatial metaphor.
0: No, so it's you say, saying- uh, I mean, it, it is in spirit, but it's uh, the field is how the universe appears to us as a participant, the rest of the universe for us is a field. But the universe is itself a, a system of, well, physically, physically at least, a system of clusters, of vibration, interacting and accumulating and creating a phenomena. That's things that we perceive as phenomena. In that sense, matter itself is a phenomenon. And so is consciousness and all things. And so basically, it just things that appear to us in the field. The field is a cons- is a dimension which is the uni- ground state, is the deepest dimension of the universe in which all things take place. And from which we can, through all, all additional dimensions, we can excerpt or accept excerpt, I'll say, um, elements that we can conceive, the elements that we can perceive as available to us to conceive and to cognize in in up to a limited extent, of course, but at least we can understand the principle that there is an, a universe is an infinite field, is an infinite domain, let's say, which to us appears as a field.
1: So, so when you say that we can get information stored in a small space, sometimes it feels like is that? Do we even need to think like that? Because isn't it more that the small space is arising from the information? The, 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 the what, what you're talking about is non, non it's, a, it's, it's, it's actually the past itself, it's actually everything that's occurred. It, it, does it have to be stored somewhere?
0: Uh, vibrations, which appear as phenomena, are stored, I mean, they, be, they are recoverable, this seems to be an infinitely complexifying a multi vibrational field in which uh, whatever comes happens whatever comes to uh, comes together comes to exist is recoverable is doesn't disappear con- con- uh, permanently and completely that's why i think the akashic field is a good metaphor for this yeah. include including this uh, matter as well as mind
1: the 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 insight that that I I'm kind of uh, take a phenomenological approach to most things because my past is really looking at spiritual awakening and writing books on that, and the thing which led me to a similar recognition that you have been pioneering, was the simple feeling recognition that every moment arises from what's happened before and contains within it implicitly what happened before, and that therefore everything that's ever happened is implicit in this moment. This moment wouldn't be this moment unless that were true. And that that seems self-evidently obvious in a a sense.
0: Well, yes. Well, it depends. If you think of the field, then you're basically putting an ontological basis to the idea of moment. The moment is is an happening, is an event in the field. And of course, it contains everything. It's, it's a very white-headed emotion, as
1: you know. The, it, the, the, the the idea that that resonates with me with that as well is, is I think it was um, the philosopher Broad who developed the idea of the the universe as, as kind of ex- the past just expanding. And that really resonates that this the information It's like now this is part of the past and my my invite to you is part of the past which is implicit in this and you reading my book and me reading your book all, all the things that have happened it, that information is is accumulating so that the that the past doesn't pass it accumulates uh, I that's what's creating the field I
0: agree I agree that's part of this universal information field ontologically or metaphysically this field is 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 a an informed energy field. In other words, it's an energy in a, in a ground state sense, not in any elaborate or, or consequent conduct, as, an, as a grounding uh, basic energy uh, out of which appears everything else. If you were to define in some physical sense the, the overall field, I would say it's a field of informed energy, energy being informed in the, in the sense of David Bohm, who's saying that the, the implicate order expires, uh, informs, spelled a hyphen, informs the explicate order. So everything is informed because the field is not random, it has laws, it has regularities. And structures, which is are, are
1: those um, emergent laws? Is it like do you, do you feel like like um, Lee Smolin and, and, and um, Rupert Sheldrake and, and all of that, is, is the, are those habits? Are those the, are they the, the algorithms which form in the information which govern what happens?
0: No, I, I I I don't resonate with that idea. Ah, I think the, the laws, the basic laws, which are very simple and universal and cosmic. Those are given, these were given where this, this universe, the space-time domain where evolution takes place was born most likely in the aftermath of the Big Bang. But then these laws were given at the very beginning. It's the way these, the, the quarks and the quantum started to structure, relate to each other. So, so, so what's the picture. ontological
1: basis for you of the laws? What do you see, what, what are, where do they come from? Or what are they? What are they?
0: is given for the un- is given in this universe. The universe for me is a part of the cosmos. Cosmos is a larger, a larger entity. Uh-huh. Everything that there is. And the universe is is a spatial temporal domain. It mm-hmm. starts at a given time, extends to a given point, it expands at the present time and has been expanded. And uh, it will end at a given time. And this is as far as cosmological physics can tell us. But the laws that regulate the happenings, the evolution of this domain, are something that's intrinsic to the domain. that are given, and they are given in the universe, or if you like, in a Bohmian sense, and they're given in the implicate order.
1: And where yeah. are they given? But, but when you say they're given, given by what, or, 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 or how are they given? How can they be given?
0: They, well, that's probably the deepest question we can ask. It is because the universe is not random. It evolves in a, in a coherent way. Mm-hmm. It has a directionality. It evolves toward something. It has a tropism, which I call it the holotropic, trop, holotropism in it, toward integration, toward uh, consolidation of, of elements. And that is a process which is given how uh, is it given, why is the implicate order itself a cosmic consciousness beyond the universe? That is a possibility. All we can say is that there is an intelligence in the universe, and I'm quoting here Einstein as well as Max Planck and Schrodinger and Jung and and a lot of other uh, people. there is an intelligence in the universe otherwise it would be random and the randomness could not have produced the universe that we observe and that we live in. So there is something more to it than just chance encounters between vibrational elements in fields.
1: So let me let me try an idea on you which is central to what I'm attempting to work on um, in my little area um, and that's the possibility that this narrative that we have, this idea of an evolving universe, that everything is evolved, could help us understand a fundamental metaphysics to go, look, what could, we, could, it, could we see that everything that has form, all information has evolved? And if we do that, is it possible then to go, oh, look, you know, this may not be the first universe, so it may not be that it all evolved now, or in this universe, but that we can see the whole of everything that has form, everything which is informed as an evolutionary process.
0: Yes. But then going beyond the birth of this universe is not something that we can support on an experiential basis. Very true. <laughs> so extrapolation, you know.
1: So if I jump, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of your, your energy and your time. So I just want to, so, um, because there's so much I'd like to inquire about with there, but just jumping to the other end, um, as somebody who has been uh, exploring the nature of reality in a deep way for such a long time, what's your take on, on death? What's your take on um, life and that, the way that reflects on, on the exist- purpose and what, what do you make of that?
0: Well, I have tried to outline that in, in several books, most particularly in the intelligence of the, of the universe. Uh, and I believe that, too difficult to put it into so many words, sure. but that life is a phenomenon that appears in, as a supercluster of coherent wave, standing waves, creating organisms. And these organisms maintain themselves for a given time. But they are also informed, and they also inform because there's a transceiver, transceiver, they act as a transceiver. So that uh, the body is evanescent, but the consciousness or spirit or mind, if you like, is, is not. It just is associated with uh, the, this uh, sequence of bodies over time, wherever it finds a coherent cluster that it can resonate with, and it, it attracts you just like a nucleus of an atom attracts the electrons around it. So the life and death are compl- complementary phenomena that are ongoing. Life is a period, death is a period, but the continuity is, is experience of some form, incarnate and disincarnate experience alternately but experience is continuous because consciousness is continuous just as information is given consciousness is an experiential form of information
1: so so uh, for you where does the i really resonate with with the essence of what you're saying um there very much ervin but I'm, what i'm wondering is where in your view of things where does the psyche or the mind or that immaterial thing we're experiencing right now full of ideas and dreams where is that is that also an an evolution a product of evolution or or do you take a more traditional spiritual idea that somehow it exists of itself
0: everything evolves i think everything evolves this is a space-time domain of the cosmos which we call universe And in it, of course, everything evolves and everything produces phenomena. And consciousness is very much a part of this phenomena. Uh, Everything is suffused and infused with consciousness. And uh, so uh, there is no no absolute permanence, but everything is is traceable, tractable, down to the elements. Because it's not, as we said, nothing is completely evanescent. Nothing disappears completely.
1: So, so could we say? Um, could, would you be? Would you resonate with the idea that we could look at the psyche or the soul, and go look the, the the immortality of the soul, the ability of the soul to survive in an imaginal realm when the body dies? That has evolved. It's an evolutionary uh, yeah. phenomenon.
0: You know, I, I try to. I try to tackle that question and say yes. the soul, which I call consciousness, but I mean basically the same kind of thing. Was yeah. it is not any ex- excess metaphysical baggage or religious baggage? Yeah, consciousness is continually evolves both in the incarnate and in the discarnate form. And this evolution is perhaps the very resonator of. Consciousness in the universe. There is something pulling toward higher levels of integration, higher level of sophistication, higher level of explicitness, articulation. Yeah. Creating uh, more and more uh, complex domains with greater and greater kind of understanding that, that we can bring to it. So, because the very so, intellect is evolving.
1: So so An idea which uh, I've been exploring, which which I am very attracted to, is when you said, look, the the universe is is coming from something intelligent. One of the things I've been wondering about is whether with this evolutionary model of everything evolving, we could actually look at the universe and go, the universe is that intelligence evolving, that by the accumulation of the Akasha, it is becoming more and more intelligent and it's re- and so it, and where it's reaching to is somewhere transcendent and that what lies beyond the experience we're having of psyche is what you could call god so that the, the universe conscious of itself is not where it starts but where it's going and that like an embryo coming into life and then becoming conscious and all that that the whole universe is actually learning and that the, the whole process is the realization of potentiality in ever more emergent ways and the ultimate potentiality would be what you might call God.
0: What I might call the yes, the integration of all elements of consciousness into one of yeah. cosmic consciousness, and yeah. if infusion of that of elements of that consciousness into the space-time realm, maybe looked on. I think I'm proposing suggesting that maybe looked on as the purpose of existence purpose of higher forms of living beings. Uh, they can import, transform, or transmit a, a, a information which is really an element of consciousness from this uh, extra, spa- extra spaces, spatial temporal domain, the cosmic domain into space and time. So space and time becomes through the interaction, through the transmission of conscious beings becomes more and more conscious itself and more and more integrated in its consciousness, reaching toward this cosmic consciousness that uh, Aurobindo and the Eastern philosophers uh, have been talking about.
1: I, I I really resonate with that. It feels to me like that, you know, that, 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 that rather than the communion of souls being around God, the communion of souls is God. It's that bringing together of, um the, the a new level of emergence from the the what you saw you said it so beautifully
0: just as i'm i'm a little bit lost to use the term uh, soul sure. same thing i feel about god sure. and because i use consciousness or cosmic consciousness sure. and universal consciousness you know but uh, it will parallel our, our amount to our equivalent and be equivalent to the more metaphysical, traditional religious notions.
1: Yeah, they're difficult words. I complete, completely, completely get that, they, they, they really are.
0: Because they um, come with the baggage of the religious dogma. They of, do. <laughs> and I uh, want to keep that as new as possible. So it's a, a white-haired metaphysics, Bergsonian metaphysics, Aurobindo <laughs> metaphysics, if you like, uh, it doesn't have to personify. And 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 solidify as it were into and, and into forms of entities, into elements that are fluid, and elements into informational and energetic and evolutionary.
1: So perhaps we can just touch on briefly the where we are now. One of the um, I'm I'm someone who uh, is, is probably dispositionally optimistic, and I think that comes from. The, the, the experiences that I've had, been lucky enough to have, of cosmic consciousness since I was very young. And that's dominated the whole of my life. And it infuses me with a sense of goodness in the universe. Yes. And one of the things which I wonder might be happening, perhaps I hope is happening, is that we're in the process of evolving from individuals into what I call univiguals. Individuals yes. conscious of that unity. Yes. And I wondered if, if that you felt that might be happening too.
0: Our consciousness evolves in this way. Yeah. And do you, you think it's happening
1: collectively to a, to to some degree that we're moving in that direction right now?
0: Well, we're uh, moving permanently in that direction. Only I mean, right. there, there are fluctuations, right? Fallbacks. Yeah. And uh, we might uh, become extinct, thought yeah. probably. Yeah. And that wouldn't stop the process, but it'll be a fluctuation in the process.
1: It might, might put it back a while, though.
0: Yes, because it will take, at least on this planet and in this solar system, it will take a long time before another species will have that level of experience where you can begin to interact and get unified and become a so, with a higher consciousness.
1: So, d- so do you feel um, that you're, you know, at the end of your life, it, it's, the world is in better shape than what you found it in when you came in?
0: a little bit more open to ideas and a little bit more articulate in its openness. Purely, pure intuition has been deep intuition around for thousands of years, but uh, these, this world is now be, be, becoming able to recognize in a more scientific, quote unquote, scientific way. Uh, what intuition has been telling us for so, so so long, and that gives us gives us validity, credibility, and uh, therefore it 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 pursue, it furthers the process of the evolution process of toward higher consciousness, toward a higher integration of, of consciousnesses, towards a, a unified field of consciousness.
1: Well, we've been talking for almost half an hour, I think. Yes,
0: can I have, to, I have to go into town anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, I understand completely. Um, uh, do you have a moment for me to ask you one more thing, very quickly?
0: Very quickly, just one thing.
1: Well, I just wondered on a very personal question. Of all the things you've done so much with your life, Irvin, is there what, what, what do you feel is the, the most important contribution that you've been able to make that you feel um, is most important? Well
0: raise the possibility that we are really not separate, we are part of a whole, and we are evolving with the whole, and perhaps we are, we are a critical element of the evolution of this whole in this part of the universe. This, this integration, what you call the... Individuality. Yes. <laughs> becoming, becoming that. Raising questions and pointing to answers intuitively. All the what I'm saying is based on an intuition that this sounds, this feels right, you know. And then I'm trying to spell it out in terms of where it becomes credible to others.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, sir, so oh. much for making time to speak to me. I really appreciate it. Go well, and uh, I'm very grateful.